0: We're live from the 260, I'm Bugdala. I'm sitting here with G-Money in a quiet storm and everything is legendary. We got the legendary JJ Foster here in the building.
1: Legendary.
0: Fort Wayne's finest, a basketball family. This dude still look like he 22 and he play amazing still. I think I can get him after I get my asthma pump out. JJ, it's a blessing to have you here.
1: Thank you for being here cuz I Uh, I know you're super busy with your schedule. Um, Yeah, we just appreciate you coming out tonight.
2: No, I appreciate y'all having me. You know, um, two fine gentlemen such such as yourself. You guys come calling, you know I'm going to come running. I appreciate
0: you guys and what you doing. Class act here, man. Uh, Jay, what you smoking on?
2: Hey, I think this is a Monte Cristo. I picked up uh, in Jamaica. Actually, my my girlfriend bought it for me. So y'all said, we was at Rudy's. I said, hey. Excellent
1: time to smoke it. Sit back and talk to the fellas. Can't go wrong with a Monte Cristo. Uh, tonight I'm on a uh, Rocky Patel Maduro. What you on there, Buck? I'm smoking on something
0: new. It's called the Sergeant. I like the Sergeant.
1: Okay. You know, it
0: sounds strong. It's smooth though. Very, very smooth. I like it. Uh, let's jump right into it. Again, we at the legendary Rudy's. This is a beautiful place with beautiful, magical people. With everything magical. When you come around, magical people, magical things happen. Uh Coach Foster, I had an opportunity to work with you in 2016.
1: First of all, he's the coach of Southside. Southside. There we Thank go. You. Thank you, G-Money. The, out, the Archers, let's go. Archer, Yes, sir.
0: I had the opportunity to work with you in 2016. And I'm telling you, when I saw this guy working, and I always tease him, I be thinking I'm a rapper sometime when I start coaching. And I I look at him as a musician and as a rapper when he started doing his thing. And every time I seen him, I'm like, man, I got to get my stuff together. I seen Colas. I seen uh, Vern. I'm like, these guys are like musicians. I'm like, every time I said, i got to bring my best stuff. And he told me one day, he said, Coach, I wouldn't have brought you here if I didn't think you was good. And, and And it was all a blessing. But he made me better. I was always amazed at the way he just dealt with the kids. Coach, what is your philosophy behind the way you deal with the kids? Like, you never use profanity. Why is that?
2: No, I mean, you know, you can always get your message across, and that's the thing. You're cussing at the kids. you out of control. I mean, the kids see that. It carries over into the kids. Um, even in uh, when you get the games, not just the kids. I mean, into your families. I mean, they look over, you know, how many times you walk to the gym, you see the coach acting the fool. So then you look in the stands, the parents acting the fool. You look out on the floor and you see the kids acting the fool. So, you know, I've always, I mean, I'm, I'm a laid back guy by, by nature anyway. So it's never been, it's never been my style. But, uh, you know, I'm all about trying to make young men, complete young men. I just got done talking to my JV team. They played Northside last night. And I got a couple emails and calls and kind of like what you said. I'm from four Wayne. So I'm going to get calls, whether I'm there or not. People will yeah. call me. Yeah. Tell me about my guys and that very stuff that you're talking about. People understand how I am and what type of program I wanna, you know, I would I want to play. You know, we we can lose all our games, but you go out there, you know, hey, we're, we're gonna be disciplined, we're gonna be uh, you know, gentlemanly young men off the court. We know how to win with grace, we know how to lose
0: with grace. So well, culture beast, don't let him fool you. he a beast, low key. He's a beast. Coach, through your approach, the way you do things, I always told you, and, you know, I always always give high praise when I do this thing, I always felt like you could coach in the NBA. I I truly did, just because of the fact that you didn't curse at young men. So I know you won't curse at grown men because you you get better work when you are polite and working with honey.
2: Hey, well, I think you can <laughs> No, I, I appreciate that. It's funny, though, because, uh, you know, I had a couple of opportunities actually to go to college, but uh, they came at, you know, I was just starting my family and we all know the time and work ethic that you have to put Ooh. into that level. So I, uh, you know, I, I, I never jumped into and, and took uh, that next step, you know, and I still I, I get guys and people still talk and say, when well, you go to that next level, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I always joke, you know, and I always say, hey, look at my record. I, my record isn't that good. You know, we've lost some games. And uh, I say I, I obviously don't know what I'm doing. But, you know, when you talk to, you know, basketball guys, so, I appreciate that praise, though. Yeah.
1: So what, what got you into coaching, Coach?
2: Man, you know, you know, what got me into it? I don't know. I mean, I, as, as uh, Coach Buck said, you know, I come from a basketball family. Uh, we all played. I was a point guard. And uh, even, when I, even when I was young, you know, obviously I was at an older brother and uh, with my uncles. would be out watching games, and we sit up and we talk and we critiquing. So even when I was young, my brother, he would tell you, you know, I'm six years younger than him, I'd be the ball boy, and I might slide down and say, hey, man, your elbow coming out a little bit. Hey, man, you know, you need to hey, uh, run my man off the screen or whatnot. Give him a little it. tidbits. I love it. Yeah. Um, then, you know, I got to college, and I just, I don't know, I've just always been a cerebral type of guy. I mean, there's an article out there. When I was in high school, and I talked about I, I don't know how good athlete I am, I said, but I just know that I tried out pink guys. And uh, so when I went to college, you know, pretty much the same. Um, just you know, uh, absorbed all the knowledge that my coach had to offer. He actually offered me a coaching job. One of the positions I could have took that that I didn't take. So now that I'm coaching, when I go back there with my teammates and everything, you know, it's like JJ coaching. Oh, big deal. No, 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 no kidding. You know, whatever. You know, it's right, like right. They, they didn't expect. You know, and then it's like, what, he's still in shape? What, what big deal, we, you know. He in no, shape, y'all.
0: No, no kidding, so. I, I I, I remember playing you on, uh, back in the day, maybe about five years ago. He didn't have a good shooting night. And I'm like, man, I got the best of JJ today. Man, I woke up the next morning, I needed ice everywhere. He called me, he goes, you playing today? I'm like, man, I ain't going to play again for about four or five months. <laughs> he was ready to go. That's what i'm saying he in good shape y'all uh coach when did eventually you you got to the point you could beat your brother Got the point i beat my brother who
2: uh tracy tracy oh shoot i don't know where when i was uh 48 are you serious <laughs> yeah you know he probably hey when he hear this he gonna laugh at that guy right? going be like you know it's to the point now i mean he has uh he has issues with with, with his legs you know mm-hmm. he got older but i mean Right now, you say B. D. B. That's just like what on one but I mean, as far as I tell you this, uh, I'm definitely not going to shoot him. Ain't too many people are. He walking yeah. to jail right now and and, and and let it go. You know, for I, the people that don't know, tell them
1: who your brother is.
2: Man, you know what? Uh, Tracy is probably I going to go say probably he's the best player to not make the NBA, or you know that that I know. And it ain't just me. Like I said, I, I listen to Max. Facts, yeah, yeah. You know, we obviously know guys that are in the league and played at, at, at different levels. But I'm, I'm going to tell you, I've seen them talk about Tracy and comment about Tracy because, I mean, the, the guy had a work ethic that's like no other. I mean, even to this day, you talk about in shape. Again, he's six years older than me, but you, you, you look at him, you can't tell oh, that, man, you know, he's still in shape. I mean, that, 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 that guy is like a machine. I mean, he was that type that's – riding the bike after practice, you know, before practice, do it all. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand to make that NBA, you A, got to be good enough, right.
0: but then B, it's got to be right place, right time, too. Right. Yeah. That, you, right. Yeah. I, you know, when I tell people that, I used to tell people that, like, when Mike then was winning, when the Chicago Bulls were winning, even when you're talking about when L.A. was winning, everybody wanted a six-six guard to cover Kobe or to match him out in some capacity. It's timing. You know what I'm saying? Even when AI was in the league, everybody wanted that timing. You wanted a guard to cover AI, you know what I'm saying, or to match him in some capacity. Uh, But I'll
2: give you a prime example, Uh, Byron Scott. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Byron Scott played with Magic. Yep. Everybody knows who Byron Scott is. I mean, if you're a certain age, you know, Byron Scott put in, what, about 15 years in the league, coach, everything. But there's no way he's not better than Tracy.
0: No, but, he's not.
2: but he played. Hey, he and made it. he made the most of it. He was on that team. Time. Tracy got drafted, you know, to the Sixers coming out of college. He got drafted to a team, they had eight guaranteed contracts, or maybe maybe even more, but it's about eight guaranteed contracts. So you got a team, they keeping what 11, 12. He there killing guys as that, that you know that, that are got guaranteed contracts. He's yeah. killing them, but they're on a guaranteed contract. Right. And it's like, who you think they're going to keep? Right. right. You know, when he got cut, you know, there's a story out there. Hey, uh, Mad Dog Carter, who people have, you know, around Indiana know, uh, have heard of Mad Dog, but he came. You know, he had to be the one to tell Tracy that he was letting go. Mm-hmm. And you said there's no cussing in your show, but hey, Mad Dog said, hey, tough effing cut. Right. Toughest effing cut he ever had. Yeah. You know, but I mean, it, it is what it is. And again, though, And a lesson, though, that, like, I teach kids. I mean, Tracy could have been like, we see a lot of these young folks nowadays and drop this head, oh, man, life ain't fair, blah, blah. Dude never dropped his head. He just went on overseas, played perennial over there, stacked his chips, and then, hey, when he got done, turned that same competitive drive and determination that he has on the court into a successful businessman.
0: Okay, real quick now. We're going to send some love out. We're going to get back into this, because I want to ask you a couple questions about sugar, then we're going to take it down tonight. We're live from the 260. We're at the legendary Rudy's. We're, I'm Buck Dollar. I'm sitting here with G-Money in the Quiet Storm, and we got the legendary J.J. Foster in the building. Rudy's is a beautiful place. It's wine, cigars, chocolate, beer. Rudy himself can walk in at any moment just sending love out coach sugar how tough is sugar man
2: you know what and i don't want people to think i'm sitting up here hey talking about my family but at the end of the day y'all know brothers don't really brag on each other right it's a, it's a competitive thing but and again you talk about like superhero mentality hey there you go but hey you, you you can talk around anybody around the state and people will back up what i'm saying um i mean you talk about tracy being a shooter sugar his range, he got deeper range than Tracy. Tracy mm. got some deep range, you can shoot the heck out of the thing. Sugar's range is when he walks in the gym. Mm-hmm. You know, between Sugar and Henry James, I mean them two of the deepest that's shooting strong. cats that you know that, that that you go see around here. Just And if you just, say that, coach, you know it's real. That's it's real. You you exactly right. I'm not no guy that's no, not, you're not that's, that's you're that's guy. A, a geeker, of a, but no, I mean, I watched him. I'm gonna tell you one, one of one of my biggest regrets and me and some of my teammates we talk about it is getting sugar on campus. You know, he had he had uh like verbal to ball state coming out of high school. So that's what he's telling me. I'm you know I'm down in South Carolina doing my thing. He's, he's he said he's going to ball state. Then uh he didn't have the grades so he went you know to junior college. So then it was time to come out of junior college. You know I'm in my coaches here, me and some of my teammates who when we come home for the summer and we play these uh tournaments and stuff around they just say man we got to get sugar you know mm-hmm. He's 6'6", you know, uh, it, it is a walking bucket. I'm going to I'm gonna tell y'all this interesting tidbit about Sugar because it's funny. You know, Kurt Warner has a movie coming out right? Yes, yeah. about the underdog. So, I don't know if y'all know, but Kurt Warner played in one of them little uh, professional – Arena football, yeah. No, the arena football basketball.
1: Yeah. Oh,
2: did he? Yes. Sugar played against Kurt Warner. Wow. In one of them up in Iowa. Sugar uh, up in Iowa. They played against each other. You know, he literally, uh, you know, was going back and forth, uh, conversation – uh, through Twitter with Kurt Warner, Kurt will remember that. But yeah,
0: Kurt was a heck of yeah heck of a league man. That's nice. That's, I, 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 I didn't know he played basketball. Kurt yeah. was a hell of a, a hell of a quarterback. Yeah. Now, now, Coach, we gonna we gonna take it down a notch. Now, right now, if you had to put together the top ten high school players right now, who are they? Right now, if you if you can put together the top ten from throughout the city of Fort Wayne, Indiana because we do amateur we do pro sports right now top 10. If it's not top 10 give me top five because it's probably not top, not 10. <laughs> yeah
2: I was I was gonna say I mean right there's now there's a lot, there's yeah. a lot. And, and you asked me that you know I gotta play against some guys I'll be mean, the lesson about the list I got a kid no, no, no. Go, right right okay go, 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 go let go let me have it but uh <laughs> um I'm going to tell you right now. I mean, you, you you said current high school, right? Current high school right now. I mean, hey, the, hey, there's, there's a kid. He ain't even from Fort away, He ain't even from Indiana. He's a hired assassin. I'll tell you, that Fletcher lawyer is a bad boy. Hmm. Uh, what school is that? That's at Homestead.
1: That's a uh, kid. He's he going to be
2: the next, he's going to be, he should be Mr. Basketball. Okay. I'll put it out there. I mean, you know, again, like you said, all I can do is, is, is keep it absolutely real. Um, when I watched that kid play, that kid has a throwback mentality. He's not, you know, he's not scared of How contact. He's he about six five. He about six four, six five 6'5". Played a point, played a play two. He's a he's a he's already he, he committed to Purdue going into his junior year. Okay. So he had yeah, he had already committed. But uh, I mean, I watched, you already know when you you're that good of a talent. Um, people, you know, put football guys on him, try to rough him up, you know, you doubly Uh don't get rattled, just plays within itself um kid kid can go you know period Maybe number two uh number two um you know i mean i, I don't know first person pops to mind is 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 the is the young kid at uh over at north side which we we yeah tay tay as they call him um you know obviously uh good you know great good talent um work in progress and i know Hey, I talk to football guys, and they tell me better—you know, better football player than basketball. So people told me the same thing. Yeah, so I'm talking about guys. I'm talking about even like that next level football player, you know. Um, hey, the kid up there at uh, Central Noble it, it, it is the real deal too. Uh, Connor, the season, he he can uh, he can he can flat out go. Um, okay. You know he he got uh, what verbal to uh, Wisconsin, so obviously uh, you know that that speaks for itself. Uh Carson Jenkins over at Snyder. He 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 can uh he, he can play. How tall is he? Carson is probably about six two, six three. Okay. But he's long, he's getting some looks. Um and, and the reason I know that too, that, that I mean it's a kid he, he puts in the work, you know. Okay. I mean, I'm talking uh, you know, film session, practice before practice, practice after practice, you know, uh waking his mama up before school to get you to why, you know. With you know that, that that kind of work ethic. Um
0: that's big
2: time. Yeah. Um you know, uh, oh, you know who else is uh, you know, he's at Northrop now, but uh the Jackson kid mm-hmm. plays hard, super hard. Um I mean, yeah, obviously division one hard. Uh, you know, that's 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 what I love. I don't care what you say about him as a basketball player, at this level right now, I mean he just plays, you know, a whole heck of a lot harder than everybody. Okay, you know. Um, you know, we, we played the Bob trigger kid, uh, you know, out there, Leo, he, uh, he, he, he's skilled. He showed me some, you know, I, I watched some film on him and, you know, I kind of watched, but I mean, he can, you know, he can handle, get out on that floor. He does, does, does some good things. Um, and then, uh, oh, you know what, the kid at Concordia, uh, Washington, Okay, you know, he, uh, what do you have? He had 40, 40, I think against Leo that first night. Whoa. He can flat out play, but again, he's another kid that, uh, still still you know learning the game you know what i'm saying right now he's only a sophomore but uh you know hey shoot that thing yeah sophomore. but yeah. uh he gotta be in real good shape to drop 40. yeah but he's still just learning you know i mean i, I i've got a young man that, that, that's that that's that's a talent too that's a junior he had 30 against leo and he's super raw and if hey, if he lives he could he could be special He long lanky kid he's about six five you know get up dunk shoot the jumper is he six five got some got got some handles he lost six eight six nine there you go yeah that's exactly it so you know again work in progress you know give i got to give my my kids love and obviously then uh, ashton johnson is a talent and uh you know he tried trying to put it together had had a couple uh, came off you know rocky rocky uh first couple games i always thought ashton
0: was going to be special correct when i first seen ashton in seventh grade i said man he he, this dude is going to be something else because he was he was rough in eighth and seventh grade, you know. And I'm like, he's big, yeah. You know, but uh, what it would take right now for the archers to really put together uh 20 win season this year?
2: Ooh, eighteen to twenty, huh? Hey, I I I love it in you. Um, you know what? I mean, it's the same thing I'm preaching to them uh, each and every day. Just just uh that focus, man, the commitment, um, you know, we, we, we've lost, you know, the scoreboard says, you know, we lost by five to Leo three point game. We mm-hmm. missed our shot. that gave down to the left. So three point loss to Leo lost by one to South near Washington. Um, again, I've got, you know, some guys I'll say green that just aren't used to logging varsity minutes. They come, you know, when you play JV, JV is a, is a completely different game than varsity. It is. You know, you just – you kind of you – out there. You can play. You can get away with some things. You know, you're at that varsity. Just like, you know, when I left practice today and talked to them about the little things, the detail. Details. I said, think about it. Yeah, <laughs> If we take care of the little things, we clean them up. You, you think about that. You yeah. know, our shot selection. And as you said, they got to learn to trust each other. But, again, the difference between the JV game and the varsity game, you know, you come down, you fire that thing. That's everybody just shooting you know, Varsity, we come out, we're, we're up nine going into fourth quarter against Leo. I'm talking, getting some reversals, killing some clock. You know, there's no shot clock in the state of Indiana. So that's what you got to understand. And when you go back and talk about you was on my bench, you know, some of what I, you know, used to do at 20, you know, yeah. back then. And that's what I'm trying to get them to understand. Okay. Hey, y'all got us up. We got this league. Now let's sit back, kill the clock. You know, make them come
0: out and play some defense, you know, draw some fouls. We, you know, uh, why why, why is it now that kids are struggling so much with the game? Like, is it because they're not watching it? Is it because they don't kill? They're just watching YouTube and they say, hey, I'm going to do what I see on YouTube instead of really watching it. I can tell my son, they're like, son, huh, you got to watch the game to understand the terminology. It's bigger than just watching the game. But when the commentators are saying certain things, you need to understand that terminology. So you think some of the kids are struggling at the game because they're not watching it? Even some of the best kids. I think I think it's a combination of everything you just said. Some
2: of them are watching it, but then that's just it. When I watch a Steph Curry doing what he do, it looks so easy. Yeah. And that's what they think. You know, Steph's shooting a crossover, step back with people hanging off of him. What you see on Friday, Saturday night, people try that. Try that. you look looking at the KD. KD coming down. You know, everybody got the little step back, and they shoot some, some shots that what these kids don't realize, how much time they put in the gym to perfect that. That's
0: the same thing I said. You know, they don't I
2: understand. Said. They just think that they can do that. One of the things I'm talking to my guys about right now is, you know, we run offense and try to get an open look, not to get one with, you know, you got to hit with somebody hanging on you, right. but that's what we think. You know, and then the other part of that, you you talk about kids in general. I'm, I don't think it is kids in general, you know. And I'm I'm, I'm gonna say it. Um, you know, it's it, it's different at different schools. I mean, you know, you go out to a homestead, you go out to Carroll, you got that uh, one school communities like I talk about. You know, hey, they working with, they know who they're getting. They working with guys, you know, in the elementary level. Hey, junior high. You, you, they got the they fingerprints all on it, you know. And everybody's working. You're getting that buy-in. People know if you're not there, uh, you know, if you miss, you don't play in this league, You know, it's gonna cost you. If you don't come to this camp, it's gonna be held against you. Now, bring that into the city. We, hey, we don't know who we getting from the time we had elementary school to the time right. this this middle school supposed to be our feeder, but this kid is going over here. What right. when when, when, are, when do you ever get a chance to bring this
0: these guys along and build a cohesive unit? let's some love out y'all i'm buck dollar i'm sitting here with g money in the quiet storm and we have the legendary jj foster in the building we are at the legendary rooties where everything is magical baby everything is magical here beer wine chocolate cigars and some of the greatest things in the world here right now coach Foster, who are the best coaches in the city to you right now the best coaches in the city right now other than yourself because i always thought you were man like i said i felt like i had to go in the bag with you <laughs> like i couldn't play around with you i'm like man look i say i'm nice i tell people i'm nice but for you who do you think some of the best in the city? top five top three I'm, do you not, think? I'm, I'm
2: not gonna put in the rankings again you talk about my peers but uh the one thing i will say and I think me and you used to have that conversation. Um, to win a basketball game in Indiana is tough. You got guys. It is. I mean, I, you know, when you say who's the best, I think everybody knows what they're doing, you know. And, and there's so much information out there, so much resources, that I cannot know a thing about basketball. But I can uh, pull up one of these coaches' website. I can buy a video. And if I pattern myself after Coach K, Izzo, that put a structure in and i stick to that that's my philosophy i mean it's go it, it's gonna get you to a certain level but you know i say that i think i tell people all the time i don't care i don't care what, what you say about somebody um it, it, it's good coaches out here obviously there, are um some are better than others and i'm not judging that off wins and losses because i think that right there is the thing that uh kind of uh kind of i'm gonna say gets at me but it, is one of the big unknowns or not, not unknowns, but least known because you get, you know, fans, you look at somebody, oh, they got to be a good coach because so they got wins. No, it, it comes down to a lot of it too. Like, hey, that, that system, you got to have players don't
0: care who you are. You get players, it's not a level playing field, basically. So let me say this real quick and give me your input on it. Do the parenting make a difference when you start talking about, hey, I want a championship program. Do it make a difference, hey, if you're coming from, like, I know Coach Johnson, Vern, he don't play, you don't play. and But you get some kid, he's coming from a situation where mom let me come in at 3 in the morning, but I got to be in school at 7 in the morning. That, that plays a big role, right? Yeah,
1: it
2: does. It plays a role. I mean, it helps. But again, though, with just what you just said, as that coach, I mean, you there to be that authority figure, you know. I mean, if, if obviously, ideal situation, if you got a household where the parents got to buy in, hey, they just want – what's best for the team, and they trust the coach, and what you do and say, and you right, uh they're going to go along with it. And you know the other, uh, you make sure they kid getting to sleep, eating right, hitting them books, yeah, all, all that helps. And, and for some all of y'all
0: who don't know, Coach Foster, I went to his house, and I mean, he has an open door policy at a place where he pay bills at. Kids are there all the time just to get his advice. They want they come there. He go grocery shopping just so they can eat his food. <laughs> I mean, that's the type of guy you're dealing with when you get a coach like Coach Foster. I've seen him do it. I've seen him have breakfast at his house. I've seen kids there. And, he, and one of our conversations said, these kids just don't know how to just make a sandwich and sit down and, and the night's over. You know what I'm saying? But Coach Foster has done some beautiful things with these kids. And, again, you know, he's worked with everybody from Sidney Curry to his own son uh, to Beacham you know, some of the best in the city, but at the same time, he's always had an open door policy and every coach should have that. I think if you're going to coach in the city.
2: Yeah. I mean, again, like I said, it, it, it definitely helps have a relationship with your kids. And it's funny that you said that because one of the things too, with some of these rules now, I was just telling somebody, you remember, you know, it used to be, I did, have had a relationship. You got a kid that goes off to college or whatnot, I was that guy that opened the gym, let guys come back you get a, you get a run. Um, you know, there, there there'd be times, you know, when I'm coaching, you come into the gym, you know, the offseason, and it was a who's who.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, you know, somebody stayed they told me, man, you got to charge admission. I mean, you 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 saw high caliber, everybody, you know, from James Blackman Jr. to you hit a BJ Beachel, uh, Curry, uh, you know, Biggie Swanigan, uh, you name it, they was there um you know now man you get people this day that that that, that uh you're not allowed to work with other people's kids and you know things of that nature um so you know you gotta kind of step back or you get to school saying they don't want somebody outside like these guys are back home from college but you're not allowed to have guests in the gym you know yeah. so i mean you know r- r- rules has changed so which like i said it kind of you know kind of hurts me in that dream.
0: two things where do you see yourself in the next five years, and how good can Sidney Curry be once he hits Louisville from the floor, hit the floor at Louisville? Man, that's funny. You say, how good can he be? Um,
2: I don't know why he's not playing now. (laughs) We just were having this discussion on one of my little chat lines. You know, I got chat lines with uh, my college uh, teammates, with uh, local uh, basketball guys. And I mean, you know, somebody threw out there, you know, hey, do do you think he should transfer? You know, I don't know, you know, what's going on. I just know that, uh, yeah, Sid is obviously is is a a heck of a talent, um, you know, and I hope he does gets gets a chance to uh, showcase uh, what he can do, you know. So, um, you ask where I'm gonna be at five years? Hey, that's a good question. I don't know, but I'm gonna tell you what I'm, you know, I'm 52. And uh, you know, I've been at it a long time. And um when I start dealing with more, you know, with with, with barriers that are being thrown up by uh folks that's supposed to be supposed to be there with you and assisting you, you know, when those start mounting with that and I got too that's many battles, I got too many battles to fight, that's, problem. that's when you know it makes it that easier for me. I can step back and do some stuff. There. Well, coach, you know
0: I think highly of you, and I'm gonna tell you this any job you apply for wants to take a good look at you and see your resume and see how you articulate the game it's going to be an easy walk in the park i think and i'm hoping that for you people we are live from the 260 uh we're wrapping it up closing remarks uh i'm bug dollar i'm sitting here with g money in the quiet storm and we got the legendary jj foster
1: here g money we would just like to thank coach foster for his precious time I know he's a busy man. we just like to thank you for coming out. Um, you could reach us on any of the podcast platforms on Spotify, Apple, or Sticks and Sports. You can also reach us on Instagram, Sticks and Sports, and our email. If you want to uh, hit us with any questions or comments, uh, sticksandsports at gmail.com. And um, again, thank you, Coach, for coming out tonight
2: guys for having me man
1: appreciate it. and we're live from the 260 i'm buck dollar i'm
0: sitting here with g money in a choir Storm, the legendary jj foster and everything is legendary